It is always a good day when you get to talk with Antonio Smith. Antonio, the ninja, Tone Stradamus, Tone. There's so many wonderful nicknames for you. We've missed you so much. It's great to see your smiling face. How are you? I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. Take some time off, you know. I hear you. I hear you. You know, when we were setting this up, you were huffing, you were puffing, you'd just gotten in from a workout. So what was that all about? You, you, you said you're trying to get, get into shape, get back into shape. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got, hey, sometimes you just got to let yourself go <laughs> so you can rebuild, you know. And I've been that rebuilding process. Okay, okay. You've done that a time or two in your life, haven't you? Oh, yeah. About a million in bajillion, yeah. <laughs> a million in bajillion. Well, where are you these days? What are you up to? What's going on in your world? Well, I'm still in Oklahoma. Uh, got my ranch going out here and raising my babies. That's it. That's when, it. When you say babies, what, what are you talking about? Which babies? My children. Oh, your children. Okay. I didn't know if you're yeah. talking about like kids. I didn't know if you're talking about cattle, horses, or what? Because well, all of that too. All that too. Got cattle, got horses, um, um, rabbits. Really? Yeah. That's my daughter's doing now. Your daughter's. So you started probably with one or two rabbits and you got like 6,000 now because that's what rabbits do? No, nah, we have to start right now too. Oh, you only have two? Yeah, but she's planning on breeding. Yeah, I mean, by the time this podcast finishes, they'll you'll probably have like a dozen, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you played defensive end for, you know, a decade or so in the NFL. A lot of that was with the Texans. Some of that was with the uh, Cardinals before that. Afterwards, you won a Super Bowl ring with the Broncos. Mm -hmm. and You came back to the Texans for a nice stint there in a year when the Texans had a really good team. And uh, yeah. you were a key guy for down the stretch, but – you know, what do you remember most fondly about that first stretch with the Texans you signed in 2009 and then mm -hmm. you were here through mm -hmm. 2013? Um, most fondly what I, I remember is uh, the feeling of, you know, being desired, wanted, you know, because uh -huh. truthfully, you know, I, I was I'm a person that plays with my heart. So my heart was with Arizona. Didn't didn't understand the business of the game. Didn't understand why did why they wasn't trying to sign me back. But uh, after going through that feeling of not feeling wanted and coming to Houston, and first people I met was Travis and and uh, well Travis Johnson and then Andre. Uh huh. Right off right off the bat, we hit it off, and that's one that's like that's one of my memorable moments. They took me to uh, Papa Do's, which became like my my week <laughs> weekly place to eat after that. Never had, uh, you know, uh, had Papa those like that before. They had one in Arizona, but it didn't taste the same. Yeah. So that that was that was a big one when I first got there. First memorable moment was was that you know feeling like, all right, I'm at home. Those are two you know? good guys to to kind of welcome you in. I mean, Travis Johnson. I don't know. Has that guy ever met a stranger? Maybe. No. No. He no. knows everybody and remembers everything. Yeah, he's on he's on a higher level than Tony Stradamus. <laughs> That's high praise, man. I don't know about that is high praise. Hold on now. Wow. And then you bring yeah. up Andre. I mean, he's, I guess, personality wise, quite a bit different. But, man, he's special in his own way, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, those two guys, 
brought me right in, made me feel at home. Andre, stay family, you know. Travis, stay family. Mario, stay family. Sean Cody, uh, Connor, Cushion, uh, Sharp, all of them stay family, you know, and all of them, you know, here and there, we keep in touch with each other. Yeah, you know, you guys were really tight off the field. Those names you just brought up, that was the core of probably the best defense that this franchise has ever had. If you go to that 2011 season, not, not all of them were there at that time, but many mm-hmm. and most were. Tell me about that 2011 squad. How good was that defense? Because you played on some great ones mm-hmm. before and after your time there with the Texans. Um, in my opinion, I felt like we was uh we were the best defense in the league. You know, it was some weeks that we was competing, number one, number two, then something big happening. We'll drop to like number four, number five, then we'll come back up to number three. But the way I felt about our team, like Healthy, we were unstoppable. But both those years, we just was fighting injuries. But oh, it was fun. Yeah, it, it it was fun to play with those guys and for us to just pin our ears back and get to go. You know, hell of a lot of talent on those two defensive squads. What did Wade Phillips do to kind of harness that talent and set you guys free? You know what I tell everybody about uh, Wade, man. I love Wade. Is that he he comes in with a, a attitude of of letting you be you. For when he first came in, he was watching us, watched filmed on us, obviously. But then as we was going through uh, OTAs and things like that, he was watching us. You know, he came. I know he came to me individually, you know, telling me, you know, what my attributes was and how he was going to use that, you know, in his uh, because we, we was in. Four or three at that time before he came in. And when he came, we went to a three-four. I never really played that defense, but he told me it was going to be the same. And he let me be more me than I ever had had ever been. You know, I always had to play within the framework of the defense being an undersized three technique, uh, outside in, oh, like twenty you know, outside in, but he just let me do me. And he let everybody do. He let Cushion off the chain. I think that was with Cushion and D'Amico. Brains, bronze, you know, letting him just just tear stuff up, you know. Wade just had a knack for letting you um, perform at the best of your ability. I'm trying to make you do stuff in the framework of how he sees it in his defense. He made the defense fit around us. And that was uncommon, that that allowing you guys to to kind of accentuate your strengths, was it? You didn't see that with other defensive coaches in your in your time in the league all the time, did you? Uh, no, because, you know, coaches have a set ways in defense and they have a vision of what you can do and that thing they want to use for their defense. Wade was more or less like, um, okay, I see all that this kid can do. I can, I didn't ran this defense for so many years yeah. that I could tweak it any type of way to fit uh, penetrators. Uh, two gappers, whatever, whatever that, that you that he needed. And in that defense, we did both. Some guys played on the line of scrimmage, two gappers. Some guys was penetrating guys, and it just it just worked out for us. It was all just having fun. Some yeah. of the fun, the funnest years of my life playing in football. Yeah, you bring up the fun, and I don't want to make this all about Wade Phillips. So this is the final Wade yeah. Phillips question. But uh, when we talked with Cody a couple weeks ago, doing this, he said play. <laughs> Playing for Wade Phillips was like playing for a stand-up comedian at times. Now, clearly, 
the guy, the guy is one of the, the brilliant minds in all of NFL history, but he was funny, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Just when you least expect it, he'll walk through the locker room and we'd be playing music and he'll just pop out and do some crazy dance or tell you some crazy metaphor. <laughs> His sense of humor was uh, uh, second to none other than uh, Sean Cody, you know. Right, but, right, and you had you you, had, you had your good times with Cody too, didn't you? You you, oh, you kind of got to the funny. ninja character, and Tonester Damas came unleashed and, and got kind of more exposed <laughs> to the public, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my family still laugh about that to this day. <laughs> to this day, yeah, the family you're blood related to, and then your Texans fan family too, because we still get people from time to time will say, hey, "What's he up to?" We love seeing that uh, that that video. But where did that come from? I mean, I know the story you've told it a few times, but for those that haven't, mm -hmm. you used to celebrate, you know, like a ninja after a sack and you had your, your fair share of sacks here. Where'd that all come from? How much fun did you have when you got going with that? Um, oh man, I, I, it was, it was amazing. So much fun. Like I said, got to be me. That that's, that's who I am. That's how I am. Uh even before, you know, uh, I created that that dance, I've always been uh, in the martial arts from a kid. Um, martial arts movie, mega fan, uh, anime fan. And, you know, we was having that, that first year, you know, where uh, we was kind of come out of that slump. You know, we was kind of winning some games, losing some games. So we wanted to create something that can give us, like, some excitement to play so we all said we're gonna go home and create us a sack dance you know and i saw that movie ninja assassin and right at the end that little movie did and so i took that and i turned it into uh the ninja assassin you still do any, uh, you still do any ninja stuff nowadays i can't ever get that out of my blood yeah every now and then i just do, do something crazy <laughs> every now and then so are your days now, are, I mean, is it mainly you're, you're farming, you're ranching, you're, you're, you're taking care of what's going on up there? Yeah, mainly. That's it. You know, just just getting that time that I didn't get to spend all the time with my boys and my daughter. Mm -hmm. um, showing them a little bit of the country life because they kind of have city, mostly city and half country. And um, just enjoying that, you know, enjoying, enjoying that time getting to spend with them. Yeah, it's a different different way of living. You know, it's it's something that most NFL players are not accustomed to. You know, there's a few mm -hmm. guys on the current team that they grew up on a farm, but most guys didn't grow up on a farm. And it was fun. Sometimes you'd show up to Texans games, relieve Texans games with a cowboy hat on, cowboy boots. I mean, you grew up that way. You're living that way now. How, how mm -hmm. special do you think that is to you and for you to have gone through that and, and be a little bit different in that regard? Um. I think um, it's it's like one of the uh, most important uh, um, aspects of, of my upbringing because at a time where I needed peace, it became peace. Yeah. You know, and now, you know, when uh, leaving football and trying to, you know, get, you know, reacclimated to regular life, you know, um, the farm, I mean, the, the ranch and the animals and the peace and quiet, getting to do what I want to do, shoot, ride four-wheelers, get bucked off of horses, jump back on them without having to worry about practicing the next day. It's, 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 
I can't even think of uh, the words for it of what it what it brings me. You know that that um, I have such a place like that, and my children have such a place where you can actually let your kids go run outside, don't have to worry one thing about them getting hit by a car or anything, snatching them up. Yeah, just let them be kids. You know? Yeah, that's a valuable uh, valuable experience. You left the Texans and you win a Super Bowl ring with the Denver mm-hmm. Broncos, and you win it with your old ball coach, Gary Kubiak. I, yeah. I'm guessing pinnacle of your career when that happened? Um, I would have to say no. No, really? Okay. Some of those, those years that we had down there in Houston was, was a pinnacle. You know, um, um, definitely it felt awesome uh, to, to win a Super Bowl, especially with Bill, with Koo, with Wade. And all the coaches, you know, um, um, for them to know how close we got in Houston and knowing that if we really had the chance to get past those two powerhouses, we probably could have been Super Bowl champs, you know, Uh, in that own right. You know, it felt good. But those times we had um, um, in Houston, that's they, they right up there. Yeah at the top, you know, at the top. And, you know, me, I played more of a supporting role up there with the Broncos and watching those youngsters um, um, just wreak havoc, man. And that, 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 that team was exciting. Now they, they put us to shame for us having fun. Now. The, really? The, that group up there in Denver, they love playing with each other. They have fun. Um, jokes. We had our own versions of Sean Cody's and, and, you know, ever since uh, 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 Vine came in the league, you know, um, I always took to him, you know, I always took to him. We we met off the field and he was just me and his dad hit, hit off right from the beginning. So just watching him and DeMarcus, man, it it was amazing, but I still don't think it, it stands up to those years we had 2011, 2012. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much different type of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. What was it like when you did come back? Because it was, it seemed like it had been so long and it had only been three years, but it seemed like there was just this gulf and you come in in December of 2016, I believe, and you really helped out and you mm-hmm. were next to DJ reader who was a rookie at that time. And he's gone on to a really nice career. He was a good Houston mm-hmm. Texan here. But it was fun to see you're you're still there near JJ Watt. I mean, what was that like that second time around for you? Um, different because I was extreme, <laughs> extremely out of shape. <laughs> My you're doing a, a little of what you're doing now was kind of what you were doing back then in a different sort of way, wasn't it? Even less than this. <laughs> You know, because I didn't football wasn't even on my mind, you know, but uh, uh, when I got the phone call, definitely uh, um, I'm a Texan at heart and whatever's I feel like whatever's needed. Okay, you know, Rick called me, asked me, you know, would I build a whole mom? Was I in shape? I was like, oh, yeah, I've been kind of doing a little bit trying to at that time was trying to build like a little teaching pass for us thing. So I kind of, but nah, I never had been that heavy in my, in my life playing football. But once I got there, um, I felt like it was the red carpet. Yeah. My number was waiting on me. My locker was waiting on me. Same locker, same number. Um, 
the environment, you know, it was it was a little bit different, but uh uh those those like like I said, some of my core guys were still there, Christian was still there, you know. Yeah. Um uh and got to meet new guys. I, I it, it was fun to me. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It it was it was it was absolute fun. As an outside observer, it was fun to see that dynamic that you still had with the Watts, the Cushings, J. Joe, them. Mm-hmm. But it was really fun seeing guys like Reader. I think Christian Covington was starting out too. Mm-hmm. They were they were kind of amused by you, learning from you, and taking quite a bit because you you know you'd seen it all at that point, hadn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. It, it it had been a long career by then. I think when I came back, that made thirteen. Yeah, that made thirteen. Plus two, uh, plus a year in, in, in NFL Europe. So, you know, um, all I, all I, them last few years of my career, all I wanted to do was just pay it for, give, give that information, that knowledge in which that I had to pass it on and watch them, you know, make a way in their own lives, you know, and and, yeah. and those guys was 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 like I said, having fun, for sure. And you know, it's no surprise you still keep in touch with many of those those Texans teammates, mm-hmm. don't you? I mean, how often are you yes. talking with guys, and who are you talking with? Um, man, off and on, um, quite a few, you know, but consist like, like the most consistent would be the text thread of me having daily comedy with Cody, uh, uh, Connor, he mentioned this, Cushion and Sharpton and Brooks Reed and yep. Jesse, man. I mean, when I tell you it's comedy, it's comedy. And you know comedy. They need to make a reality show just <laughs> with these guys. <laughs> oh, well, listen, we love catching up with you. We appreciate everything you did as a Texan, everything mm-hmm. you're doing with us right now. And uh, you going to come back and see us sometime soon? Oh, yeah, definitely. Most definitely. You need to let us know when you're down here for a game because we want to we want to catch up with you again and say hello, give you a big hug, and talk with you. Sound good? Sounds good to me. I'm down. The one, the only, Antonio Smith. We thank you so much for the time, and we can't wait to see you again, my friend. Take care. Take care. Thanks, Drew.